is cool, but I gotta go. It's Friday night, so everything is popping. So let the games begin. Nothing that you can see up there. I'm back door is fucking muscle. Just got out of court, bowling through the hood in the super sport. Never too short. 18, got the real few minutes vibrating and deep dish dating. You know how we do it. Ain't nothing to it but the floss. Overcrowded, Harrison Brooks. Cause if you fuck with us, we leave stars. Out of G-Ride cars, living like stars. Might hit the highway on the Vegas run. Fool, cause it's Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody! Listen, it's Friday, that was and coming. it was the witch's choice. She wanted to kick off this Friday, <coughs> listening to Friday, by uh, the gangster rapper who does kids' shows now. Hey, listen, Friday was one of my favorite movies in the day. Like... It was a Friday tradition. Everybody got off work at like 1 a.m. And we piled in my room and we'd watch it on my TV because I was the only one with a DVD player. And there would be like eight of us in the room, most of them drunk as hell, and we'd watch Bitch, Friday. I thought that was on VHS. I swear to God that was on VHS. She was the only one in the room with a, v- with a VCR player. That might be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was the only one with a working TV for a while, Okay, too. listen, fuckers. I never got invited. Uh, you were still um, lost trying to learn how to dance the gritty. Ah, oh, that's fair. That's fair. But hey, you know, so, had we known you, you could have joined us. Ooh. That's, you know why? That's a rough fucking combination. Because we are an inclusive group. Yeah. Yeah, you're inclusive until it involves inviting your old friend. The old guy never gets invited to anything. I didn't know you then, Mike. Mm-hmm. I was still in school. Gwen was still in school. I mean, your former neighbor who I met you through was still in school. I probably was your fucking social studies student teacher. <laughs> you know, you very well could have been. So you should have invited me. <laughs> Were you there when... Um, they had the, the Mercer had the uh, social studies teacher, and I, I feel shitty because I don't remember his name. Um, but he was, he was the, uh, he was the black guy who, who I know left and went to Sharon. Roe? Yeah, not. No. Started with an R, I think. It might have been Roe. If he was a football coach too, yeah. then it was Roe. Yeah, he was a big dude, man. He was he was awesome. Like yeah, I watched awesome. that dude. Like I watched that dude. Like uh, we didn't. We were a shit team, so we didn't have a lot of players. So he was filling in on the second team D as a cornerback, covering one of our wide receivers, and came down with no pads, with his mouth yeah. open on top of the wide yeah. receiver's helmet on the ground, yeah. knocked all of his fronts out. Yeah. Oh damn! And yeah, but got he, mad because he wanted to keep playing. And they, but went, they said you got to leave. Everybody, including yeah. us players, are looking like, no, yeah. coach, you should, you should yeah. probably go get checked out, man. Yeah, he was a good dude, man. So I graduated with a degree. 
and then with my life path was a path was a little different than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but isn't that how it usually goes, though? It is. It Definitely. Is. Um, <coughs> I found out that maybe I wasn't going to be involved with the family business at that particular time. So we stayed out here, and then my buddy was going to Teal to get certified to teach Spanish. And he goes, dude, you should fucking go and get certified to teach history. And I said, yeah, that's a great job. That's a good idea. I'm going to do that. George Jr. paid for everything. Oop. The places shall not be named. <laughs> paid for everything. And so <coughs> I got to the point where well, it was I got time to deal with your bullshit, student bro. teaching time. Uh-huh. And they were like, all right, well, normally, normally we send people to like the rougher schools in the area. But since you work in that environment on the regular, we're going to serve you up a cake assignment. I said, oh, okay. Off I go. Show up in my suit for my first day of school at Mercer High School. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Walk in. And the guy goes, uh, Mr. Rowe, goes, um... Oh, yeah, dude, this is awesome. This, you were my first student teacher. I said, oh, that's great. What do you want me to do? <coughs> and he goes, well, we're talking about religion. I said, okay. He goes, have fun. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute, what? I'm just walking in the door. <coughs> he goes, yeah, have fun. So I had like 15 minutes to plan a lesson. But did you have fun teaching that lesson? You know, he, Mr. Rowe knew what he was talking about. It was a good time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He goes, He goes. yeah, today we're talking about um, being Muslim. I looked at him and I said, okay, I'm familiar with that religion, but I'm going to tell you, if you've got a lesson planned, it may be a good idea for you to at least give me that because here I am. A little white Canadian who uh, definitely is not Muslim. And he goes, Nope, figure it out. So I figured it out. I winged it. And uh, only a couple times have done little rednecks start talking about terrorists. And I shut them down. So. Good for you. Yeah. Mm. I do have to admit, Mike. That would actually been behind me. Okay. Because Ro didn't come in till my junior year. Okay. And he taught a younger grade. Yeah, he, he was junior high. Right. So. so <coughs> it was kind of weird because one of my students was my landlord's kid. <laughs> but he got an A. Or she got an A. Yeah, she definitely did. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a little weird because like. Her parents would knock on the door and be like, what's the history of homework tonight? And I'd be like, you, I don't know. (laughs) And they're like, well, you're the one that assigned it. And I said, listen, I assigned it, but that doesn't mean I'm doing it. I don't know what it is. (laughs) But it was all right. Meg, I took care of you, right? Just remember that. You know, it's not a dad joke, but it is a joke. About teachers that I've heard before is, um, you know, 
I used to come in the class 10, 15 minutes late, try and sneak in quietly, sit there with my sunglasses on, hoping nobody ever called on me. I was the best teacher ever. <laughs> if you were a teacher, dude, you'd be that guy from Here Comes the Boom. You ever see that movie? He had to break into school because they locked all the doors. Oh, for the music club. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be, that'd be you, dude. <laughs> I wanted um, to be a teacher, um, not kids. Mm. I wanted to teach college. Oh. Mm. Mm. Although the witch did have one of my ex-stepchildren. You were an aide in his class, right? I was a wraparound with another little kid, so mm. I got to see said child, but I did not have to work with said child. Thanks. I feel like, I feel like, oh, I feel like wraparound, wraparounds are <clears throat> underrated. You they know are, man. Saying? They are. We're glorified babysitters, but... Um, uh, I wasn't talking about that part of it. But anywho... Let, let me... Well, no, that's what it feels like sometimes because I always got stuck with kids. Like, I had a kid that my job was to call his mama at 7 a.m. and wake her up so she could wake him up wow. to find out whether or not he was going to school. And then at 7.45 on my drive into school, I'd call to find out whether or not he ran away from her to find out whether or not he was going to wow. school and then I had to call the school at 8 o'clock to find out whether or not he made it into the school building or off he ran bus. off school property the one time we were at school walking up to the vending machine and he ran out the doors like while I was with him and I was like fuck this one's on me and that's how her and Tom became best friends <laughs> no I wish Tom was the little bastard I was in charge of actually for a while he was you were <laughs> I didn't get paid for that shit. Bro, you owe me. We were having oh, a discussion damn. earlier. You owe me a big pile of money, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, shit happens when you party naked, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah, you, listen, if you didn't get that shit in writing back then, you can't come back now. Sure you can. No, it's you can't. Re- it's called retro pay. I'm, no. a, I'm a payroll person no. for a living. Wait, I need my retro listen, pay for hours work. Listen, <laughs> retro pay only, <laughs> retro pay only can go back six months. Uh-oh. Yeah. You're now digging into like reparations. You are not, oh. you are not getting reparations. Is that is that for it? The, for is the that fucking it? torture. Is that the one that gets his van, Mike? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> I know again. Sorry. Sor- wait, hold on. Time out. Sorry, fans. Yes, I was talking over Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. We're over that now. So listen. Mike is going to apologize now because I feel like there's a lot of fucking hot takes that are going to come out of my mouth. You, you know, I, um, I, I feel that and I'll follow should. that. Because, because it was a quiet day at work and uh, I can say this because my, the one super, my supervisor who listens to the podcast as of Tuesday, because we're off for Juneteenth, as of Tuesday is no longer my supervisor. So, Kramer, shout out, bro. I'm going to miss you. Um, I'm now going back to my original supervisor when I started. Miss him like a case of the herpes, huh? Nah, he's a good dude, man. He was a good dude. But now you ain't going to get in trouble for the shit you say? Yeah, so now I'm safe, dude. Because now I don't have to have a filter anymore. Because I I know that Kramer... (laughs) 
Kramer's no longer my supervisor. So if I happen well, well, to be you know, if I happen to be <coughs> sick on a Friday because it's fucking ninety degrees and the golf cart course is calling me, <coughs> I don't have to worry about Kramer being upset now. Um, so now I can call Kramer and say, <coughs> ninety degrees. Should we go to the golf course? Ninety degrees. Let's go to the beach. I'm calling you going, better offer. Let's go to the beach. So you obviously, you've obviously never seen me play golf. I spend a lot of time in the sand traps and in the <laughs> ponds. So it's like the beach you know, for you. They call me Orange Peel. Yeah, that's fair. I always slice yeah. the fuck out of my hips. Yep. Yeah. Um, when I golf, <laughs> I, I take about six golf balls. And when I leave, I have about 42. Because I spend that much time walking through the woods looking for my ball. You know what? I do have to say, um, with my one ex-stepson, I did enjoy that about him. Him and I would go golfing, uh, but about halfway through, he would be bored and say, can we just walk around and look for spare balls? Mm. Hell, I don't care. I'll grab the beer out of the cart, put the cart back, and we'll go walking around looking for balls, bud. Listen, my ideal job is um, the beer cart guy. Okay, so hear me out. I've never, well, I went golfing once, and it was boring and <coughs> sin. Mm-hmm. I never really want to have the desire or urge to go back. And watching golf is like watching paint dry. Actually, yeah, I think no. I'd rather yeah, watch no. the paint dry. Right. Because at least I can go, oh, there's a, there's yeah. a runner. Yeah, because at least you can see something. Yep. Or, oh, this, this section here is drying like a Michelangelo. Look at the yeah. clouds no, and the look, bodies. Like, I get that. I get that. I cannot watch golf. But, and again, depending on the group you're with, because if you're with people, specifically like people like Mike and I, like if you're with people who take the game seriously, you're not going to no. have fun. No. But which, if you were to come golfing with Mike and I, you'd probably you'd have fucking fun. love it. We're probably only make it to like the third <laughs> hole. But you would have fun. You'd have a fucking blast. So, Somebody else would have to drive because I'd be drunk as shit. Like it'd have to be like. So here's the deal How bad am I golf? The Little League used to have a golf outing. <laughs> it was a hundred bucks a person. Right? It got to the point where the Little League would not take my hundred dollars and tell me that just show up, you can just drive the fucking beer car. Right? I said, okay. That, did they not realize? No, they didn't. That was, that was, that was an oversight on their part. But... I said, okay, well, if I'm driving the beer cart, like, I'm going to make this fucking fun, right? So I looked online, and I found this this golf tee that you could put into a can of beer. You would tee off, and then you'd have to shotgun the beer, right? I said, "This this is fucking genius. So I would... Drive around on my little beer cart, and I would fucking heckle everybody as they were teeing off. Whenever, whenever I would see someone hit a shitty shot, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, hey! I have an opportunity for you to take a mulligan." Oh, okay. So, let's be honest. Your shot fucking sucked. Or an honor. Of our Which BF. is how I truly yeah. met Mike. No. <laughs> or and you know. <laughs> In honor of our BFF, let's be honest. Um, oh, oh, but I'm bumps. 
I miss her. We got to get her on. She's like living her best life. She right is. Now. And you know, we fucking love her and we're proud of her. Yeah. She knows it. Like, you know, I don't I mean, know about you, but I think I, I'm just going to take a couple days off work and just go fucking knock on her front door. I think I'm going with you. You just let we're, me know. What, we're already here. We're coming to Delaware. Look out, lesbians. BFF, <laughs> we're on the way. We're coming. Um, well, anyways, we'll be good wing people. We'll remind them all why they hate guys. Um, and that's so, just as soon as we walk in and they yeah, look at us. Yeah. They'll be like, oh my God, look at these fucking guys. These, these th- look, this, this would be the point where like a random woman would stand up, point at both of us and go, these two. These two are why I like vagina. Yeah. They would say. And Mike and I would go. They'd stand yeah, up and be like. Yeah, here we are. Be like, we'd be like the perfect fucking <laughs> wing people, dude. These girls could stand up and be like. Look at me. I'm not soft. Look at my fucking cannons. Look at these two soft fucking slugs walking in the door. We'd be like, hell yeah, give us a beer. Damn right. Um, <laughs> so. <coughs> So, anyways, I would drive around and I would, Although, I would taunt these people. Can I interrupt you for just Go for one? it. Have you ever been to a gay bar? Not intentionally. It's it a was fucking blast. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's a fucking blast. It was <laughs> fun. And, like, uh, you know, you get these fucking little fucking redneck conservatives out here. And they're like... Oh, I wouldn't go in there. They wouldn't hit on me. Shut the fuck up. I don't want them to hit on me. They, they, when you walk in, they know you're not that. Orientation. Yeah, that's the word. They fucking know. So if you go in and you act like all fucking square, you know they're going to fuck with you. Right? That's why you got to go in loose and relax. I was and- like, I was like, look, dude, this bar looks fucking fun. Line up the shots and let's see what happens. <laughs> um, but, anywho. So. Winks agrees. Winks is like, yeah, fuck it, dude. You get a little bit of freedom, you get a little bit of freedom. Who's the judge? Which, speaking of, Winks has had his freedom revoked. Oh, for, yeah, he's fucking For grounded. a minute now. He's grounded. He, listen, Hudson's getting a shot collar, and that little motherfucker's getting a shot collar. To keep you know, him at, in the yard. As somebody who has installed underground electric dog fences, it would definitely work for Winks. It would not work for Hudson. No, because he would be smart enough to figure that if... See, there are certain breeds and there are certain types of dogs that electric fences do not work with because they know right. that if they run fast, they only get shocked a little bit and yeah. pretty soon they're well, out of the range. Jump it. Yeah. And that, then keep going. That's why you do what we do with Jules. His doesn't have a fence. It's just a the, the button, manual. Right. Well, so I have one of those for, for Hudson and he laughs at me. <laughs> And it goes... It's because you're not using Energizer batteries. I mean, that could be fair. <laughs> so... <clears throat> if you or anybody you know is a representative of Energizer Bunnies, we accept donations at our Patreon right. page. We need to keep Hudson in the fucking yard. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you in advance, Energizer. Um, or 
competition, it's a competition. With yeah, if, you're, hey, if you feel like you got a better battery, send it over. I don't know who, uh, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, if you think your battery is better, we'll fucking, at this point, we're willing to accept those donations. <laughs> but speaking of donations, we do need to uh, shout out. Uh, please donate to uh, our, our email at mikehasdrink at gmail.com. Or you can uh, follow us on Podbean at mikehasdrink and subscribe to our Patronus page. Shout out to Dare. And shout out to Little Miss Trouble. There, two, he's, a, two, he's a fucking pimp. Yeah, but Trouble's like, I almost feel like Trouble is like our original OG, man. You know, I do. I get that. I get that. But I feel more of a connection with there because. Yeah. Well, that's because we always call off the call off and tell there we're not coming. To well, that and I've actually so. talked to yeah. him. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, uh, both of them are good people. So, um, yeah, so my job was driving the fucking beer cart. And I started heckling people. And somebody said, what are you talking about? And I said, here, dude, look, this is what you got to do. Like, that shot, that shot fucking sucked. Like, I could probably hit one better. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> so, give me one of your beers. And, of course, the first one that did was <laughs> drinking a fucking seltzer. And I was like... I was like, okay, wait, is his boyfriend here? Says the one who has made us drink seltzers. I definitely have, for for the sake of research. And I actually... that phase. And I actually did make my own hard seltzer. You did? But it was not one of those 5% seltzers, because <laughs> you know how I do things. Mike don't do shit under 8. Yeah. Under 8. If, it, if, it, if I do my test before I keg it and it comes out under 8, I dump it. So my seltzer was 14. I say, you usually aim for yeah. the double digits yeah. on your initial yeah. test. I, de- I definitely do. And if it doesn't get there, then I I got some little magic tricks. Which we did on the wine. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the wine was way above 14, but it still wasn't high enough for homemade right. wine. Right. And then we <coughs> made, what are you doing? <laughs> So Tom and I are talking, <laughs> we look over, the witch has her fucking shirt pulled wide open, and she's like, look Digging in her titties. Like, like hold on, hold on, I think there's no, a crumb in here. Like heavy equipment digging, like, yeah. meep, meep, there's a big claw. Uh, uh, see, 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 there it is. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Titties, they catch your it's like beard hair. I understand. Yeah, but see beard hair is just saving it for later. Yeah. That's what they do. Unless yeah. I get like, oh, there's that a look, listen, it falls into those. <laughs> It'll be like back in the time when they fucking find like a lost tomb of a pharaoh. Wow. wow. Are you insinuating there are cobwebs on the witch? No, I'm insinuating <laughs> someone's got to dig awful deep. <laughs> That's pretty fair. Thank you. Wow. Listen, it's 2023. No hexes for me. I mean... So anyways, I would talk to these, talk to these fucking golfers. But I, I feel like we can move on now. Because that story just never went anywhere. <laughs> Because of the witch and the sarcophagus of Tutankhamen. 
Wouldn't it be Tittencommon? Tittencommon. <laughs> yeah, Tittencommon's long lost sister. Tittencommon. If you agree and or disagree, hit us up at MikeIsADrinkAtGmail.com. Oh, that was pretty good, dude. You've been practicing. I have, dude. I stand in front of the mirror all night. Yeah, that's Piss everybody else off in the house. But you know what? I got to get it. You're, I gotta yeah, get it. Yeah, you, well, you got to because you're that fu- you're the you're the sexy voice of of Mike has a drink at gmail.com. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's cousin Dave. Yeah, he doesn't count. Dan Dare, <laughs> Dare. I'm not gonna lie, Dare. Dare got that smooth flow voice. That smooth low voice. Yeah, they don't count because they don't come on enough. Oh, they're just guests. They're just guest sultry voices. Um. So, listen, our topic this week, like, it's come up a couple times. By multiple people. And we've deflected it a couple times. Because, like, it's kind of like, where where do you go with this, right? How do you, how do you really do it? Because, like, it's, listen, it, there's a fucking line, right? Either you think this is possible or you don't. But there's no gray area. No. So. It's pretty much a hard yes or hard no when you ask, you know, 95, 95% of the population. Right. It's going to be a hard yes or a hard no for right. 95 right. out of 100 You're people. Right. Yep. I believe or I don't. Right. So. I think it's all and, gray areas. <laughs> and and, and, and in my world, right, which is like a science world and let's prove it and, I really wasn't sure when we decided on, well, that's not fair. When I decided this was going to be the topic this week. Yeah, because Mike was like, I don't know, I have a few things I'm narrowing it down to. And the witch and I spent like three days, like, uh, metaphorically chewing our fucking nails. Like, mm-hmm. what's he picking for us this week? And then I finally was like, I guess we're doing, damn it. Shut the hell up. Do your fucking research and show up. Within 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. Because the country I picked is the second most for sightings. Right. That's fair. Oh, wait. And, and, and for the record, fuck the both of y'all. I was trapped in the meeting from hell, so I didn't get to answer until like <laughs> two and a half hours. Like, but guess what? Y'all, you both picked small. I went big. Yeah. Well, the one I picked is pretty fucking big. Um, I took all of Europe and... Uh, Asia, India. Oh. Um, like, the well, once you throw that shit in, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we basically <laughs> picked, like, where we were going to focus, and she said, fine, I'm doing the rest of the world. Right. I didn't touch the U.S. Fuck that place. <laughs> so. None of us touched the U.S., actually. Actually, we didn't. But I, I'm about to touch it right now. So. He's about to touch it good. That's right. To touch it real good. Nah, 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 nah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Just got chills up my spine. Um, That's because of my sweats were singing. Yeah, well, it was something. I, I'm not sure I'm not going to give anybody credit for it <laughs> at this point. Um, well, that means yes, and my so, tongue people. I'm like kind of going back. Speaking of Mike Tone, ladies, hit us up at. Never mind. Go yeah, ahead. That's good. That's good. Mike has a drink at gmail.com. Or our Facebook page. Mike has a drink. At, on Facebook. On Facebook. Plus our TikTok. At Mike has a drink on TikTok. That's right. Um, 
I, I feel like our last post was pretty popular because it was when I talked about the turtles. No, no, no. That was your last post. That was not the page's last post by a well, long shot, brother. Well, that's Facebook post, so I'm talking TikTok post. Oh, okay, okay. I got you, I got um, you. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Uh, it's, it's whatever. If you don't know what we're talking about, find us on TikTok. Mike has a drink. Um, so, I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, do we want to hit another serial killer this week? Or... You know, our uh, one of our one of our super fans has been fucking beating us on the side of the head with this topic. Pretty sure, like everyone except for like yeah, two that's true. or three. That's true. No, no, I mean have of her emails yeah. have, have. I want I want to hear your opinion, and it, and when I say beating us on the head. <coughs> It's not a bad thing. Sometimes you got to hit us a few times before, like, it sinks in. You know, usually you got to pay extra for that kind of action, Mike. I know. No, no, that's just you, Tom. That's because I'm so ugly. We've been over yeah. this. Listen, it's okay. Listen, that's why you the always... The beard covers the ugly. Listen, that's why you always upgrade <laughs> okay, buddy. to the champagne room. Right. <laughs> then it's included. Um, so... It's assumed. It's not included. That's true. That's fair. It's accepted. I will accept any abuse you want to give me. Anywho, um, so Mike, not the dancer. Right <laughs> now, now, when when it's um, when I'm when I'm working as peppermint. Whoa! Did you prom- you promised me you would never tell your stage name. I feel like I just needed to come out. If you're ever in state college and peppermint's coming out. Just know it's Mike. Get my twenties ready. Yeah, I don't. I don't work for dollars. Okay. And then, usually following peppermint, is fun guy. Fun guy. Which is this guy? That's right. That's right. And for an extra forty-four dollars and eighty-three cents, you can pull out a beard hair. So. <laughs> that's a fucking deal, people. Wow. That's a fucking deal. Let me tell you. <laughs> all week I've been saying to myself. We need to get more professional. We need to fucking streamline this shit. We need to get to our topic. And we we're need, 30 minutes We need, we need to give our, the, our listeners the facts and be out be out in like an hour, hour and 10 minutes. That's not us, though. We're 31 minutes in, dude. We've hit it at the subject. Haven't said it by name. Uh, we're, we're, we're about to finally tell them. We're going to talk about aliens. What up, Shag? Hey, Shaggy, come here. Do you believe in aliens? Mm-hmm. What about you, IT guy? Sure. That's well, a no. Well, yeah, he, here's my thing. IT guy is black and white, and if an alien doesn't kick him in the nuts, he is not not believing in them. Well, he, here's my thing on this: is out of all the billions and billions of planets in our, you know, galaxy alone, it's kind of asinine to assume we're the only ones. That's fair. Oh, we also, <coughs> before we get too far into this, whew, we didn't talk Yeah, about Tom took a big old sip and regretted it too, Mike. <laughs> whew, man. Uh, Mike poured these with a lot of love. We need to talk uh-huh. about our drinks for this evening. So at one fifteen, Mike started drinking orange crushes. And then at 2.15, Tom started drinking uh, Voodoo Rangers. Right. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so we, we are now our drink for the evening. Woo! It's a little... It's, it's, I'm hurting here. It'll definitely put some hair in your knuckles. <clears throat> uh, well, so, you're, well, don't you... Uh, <laughs> I must uh, miss, uh, ma'am, because no, you're no. not drinking what we're drinking. I wasn't uh, humming because of that. I was uh, humming because that hurt. You got, like, you've got a special witch brew. Uh, Tom and I are drinking... Um, because it was a request at one point for us to drink Cuba Libres, which is white rum, cola, and some lime. Well, my limes went bad. Here. They're easy, bub. There's money in my thing if you need it. Oh, shit, all right. Not you. <laughs> um, so, Tom and I are drinking... Um, white rum poor but love. Some blue wave, blue raspberry stuff. Probably poor but love as well. No, some, no. Some Canadian color. love. Yeah, Canadian love is bad for you, dude. It's not good for your health. Um, it's bad for the blood pressure and cholesterol. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's not good for your diabetes either because we're a little sweet. Okay, a little difficulty. We connected to the car. We think we're okay now. <laughs> we hope. Um, and if somehow this is messed up, Tom and I are drinking uh, white rum. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, let, let's, clear, let's clarify that the reason there were technical difficulties was because Shaggy and the IT guy were going to check out a movie. Right. And Mike's phone was still hooked to the Bluetooth, which is less than 10 feet away from us at the moment through the wall. Yeah, that's fair. So we're going to blame that on Shaggy. Um, for Fucking not, Shaggy. For not telling us he was starting a car. So we're drinking white rum, Coke, some blue shit, with just a splash of cranberry. The witch is drinking the blue, blue raspberry wave with some Sprite. And just a splash of cranberry. And just a splash of cranberry because she felt left out. So, oh, I got to tell you, what what pushed me over to doing this topic, right? Doing aliens. I started kind of digging into like TikTok conspiracies and tic- <laughs> things. Oh, on, I know things, where you're going right now. On, Things on TikTok that are they true or are they not? Well, in, in in Las Vegas. Las? Las Vegas. Um, Which, hold on, time out. Can I do a quick shout out? Go ahead. Speaking of Las Vegas, my dude Wheels. Um, he's planning on coming back to this area that he grew up in. And under a year. Just and, to visit? Just to visit. I want to. I want to go out there and do one with wheels. And I can tell you, it's a fucking blast hanging with yeah. wheels. I want to like, go. I want to go out to Vegas and do one with wheels. Like, here's the thing: is it showed up my Facebook memories today? Is five years ago today, my world turned upside down. I sent out multiple messages looking for people to talk to. You know, looking for my friends who are available to talk to. Wheels, right now, found transportation into the house to come. 
And um, the person I used to work with at the company in Grove City, he also came. So these two guys showed up. And it's, it's funny that I'm talking about wheels coming back and visiting when five years ago today, wheels and I were sitting in that backyard drunker than shit. <laughs> so, based on what I've seen from Wheels from stalking his Facebook page, mm-hmm. the fact that you two were drunk in that backyard does not surprise me. No, he's scared the fuck out of me, okay? I'm not sure I understand. Oh, that's okay, we don't need you <coughs> to understand. All now, that. listen, I call him Wheels Siri. because, yes, he is in a wheelchair. Right. But I call him Wheels as a term of endearment, and he calls me Lex. Hmm. But let someone fuck with him for being in a wheelchair. Right. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a say his own. Yeah, that's fair. He's a cool dude. So, wheels, we're coming to you. So I jump. I was coming downstairs to go to the bathroom, and as I'm walking through the kitchen, all the lights are shut off, and I just see something crawling across the fucking floor at me, oh, like shit. out of a horror movie. Like a horror fucking movie. Right, and I'm like, what the? F-? It was wheels. He's like, oh, sorry, dude, I had to pee. I didn't feel like getting in my chair. Crawl back to the living room, back up on the couch. Dude, I've been out. I've been gone. See you later. (laughs) I I told him, like, dude, I almost fucking shot you. What are you doing? No, no, no. No, no. Mike does not do that fucking crazy horror (laughs) shit. The witch sent me a thing, a TikTok about Salem, where you get a group of like 10 people and work a, a fucking Ouija board. Works giant, giant Ouija board. Yeah, I want to go. Like I said, have fun. I'm sure there's eight other people or nine other people that are looking for a 10th person. Best of luck to you. Mike, have you never done light as a feather, stiff as a board? I have, dude. I've done all that stuff. But that was when I was younger. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accepting that fucking crazy shit in my life anymore. What about the picture I showed you last week on there? I'm not accepting that either. Which one about the picture I showed last week on there? Listen, I want to go to the garage, check it all out, see if we can talk <laughs> to the guy. Like, I'm all in. I'm telling you, she talks to her interpretive dance. She does no. not talk. I know. No. I want to hang out and see this. Like, let's do this. Let's make it a thing. And, of course, all it, right, interpretive so, dance is probably the wrong word. but Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But so, on that note, let's talk about aliens. So, on TikTok... There was a crash in Las Vegas. Um, I know, Kat. I know. It's hard to believe. So, uh, and like these people are like, they call the cops. The cops, cops saw the crash as well. They show up. There's these videos. Damn if there's not this fucking, at least one, probably two, eight foot tall beings hanging out like on a forklift or behind a forklift. You know what? They Honestly, catch them on video and then the people are on the phone with 911 because they ran in their house and you can hear them running on the fucking roof. Um, you know, it, it does not surprise me with as much of what is on fire if, you know, the Bigfoot, the um, same scratches mm-hmm. are in there, they're definitely going to be running from the flames. Yeah. So that brings merit to another one that we're not getting on tonight. 
So I was like, I watched those and I said, all right, trouble. We're fucking doing aliens. <clears throat> so, so I took, we all took a deep dive because it was like Wednesday when I finally decided. Hey, listen, my podcast, my rules, I pick the topic whenever it fucking moves me. Um, and it did, has been known to change on Fridays. Oh, absolutely. Right before the podcast yeah. has started. Something <laughs> will come across my news feed and I'll be like, whoop, hold on. So we're doing aliens. So I put it in the group chat and I said, I'm focusing on Brazil. Immediately after, Tom had to attack the mother country and ah. decide he's focusing on Canada. And then the witch says, bitches, I said, well, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. Bitches! Bitches! I was in a meeting all day, so I guess I'll take the rest. So? But hey, there's a reason I picked Canada. I'm sure, because... There's a reason I picked the rest. I wanted to know where the first historically accurate, or first written case was. Alright, well, we'll, well, there you go. we'll start right. with you, Witch. It's fucking A. If we're starting with the first... Learn us something. So, I'm going to give you two bits of history. Now, is this a cave painting or... No, no. Okay. The first written language, like, understood account of a UFO comes in 218 BCE. Um, so, we're talking the Roman Empire. Which was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire, but that's... Oh, it's definitely an empire. So well, this, yeah. This took place in Rome, Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, the historian called Livy wrote detailed accounts about phantom ships in the sky. Um, but he's not the only one in the time period. He's just the one who wrote about them in the most detail. Um, many historians and authors at the same time talked about the exact same thing. Phantom ships floating across the night sky. Um, Which is really neat. That's the first actual written account. Now, a lot of people go, wait, what about ancient Egypt? Because everybody seems to think that the pyramids were built by aliens. Right. But nah, we, but, they were built by cats. But, but, but we got to talk about this. No, the cats were in charge of the people. Oh. So, as I was looking into this, the whole thing that the pyramids being built by aliens is, is actually a racist thing like oh because i i get it no i think i think i know where this is going now tell me if i'm right is it because um much as in hitler's germany the jewish people were seen as quote-unquote second-class citizens and therefore would never be smart enough to be able to build it is that where you're going Bingo, you got it. Some rich white guy came up with a theory that it had to be <laughs> aliens because the natives there were not intelligent enough to create this, and then it yeah. just spiraled. What, 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 which, yeah. which, which, let me make you start that sentence over. What was the first few words of that, the first three words of that sentence? Some rich white guy. Yeah, the first four words, yeah. Hmm. I, I couldn't tell you. So, so you're much. telling me Moses wasn't that nice of a guy. I'm not saying he's the one that came up with that. No, listen, listen. Moses is the one that said, let my people go. Oh, no, no. He has even more a famous phrase than that. Open sesame. (laughs) Oh, that's true. true. (laughs) 
And I think his second most famous quote was, where the hell's my rum? Only if he's Canadian. But so that's the first written account. Um, so then we travel through Ro the Roman Empire, 65 AD, uh, the city of Judea. The Jewish historian Flavius Josephus reports chariots hurtling through the clouds in a sky <coughs> army. And it was so startling that they reported it to the king of the time. And he actually raised his own army, try and they had their top scientific minds try to figure out how to make their chariots fly. Oh, is that where Torchwood comes from? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nerd joke. Nerd humor. Yeah. Nerd humor. Uh, that, that comes later, probably. <coughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Because I mean, it's, on doc, it's on Doctor Who. Oh. Torchwood. <coughs> I didn't make it that That's the spinoff. That's the dirty version. It is. It, it kind of is. You're, you're not. You're right. It, it's it's the dirt. It's a adult version spinoff yeah. of Doctor Who. I didn't make it that far. Once my favorite Doctor died, I stopped watching. <laughs> kind of he didn't there. die. He just once he transitioned to the new one. All right. So 1651 or 1561. <laughs> there we go. Well, which one is it? 1561. <laughs> We're still inside the Holy Roman Empire, but specifically. What would what's later known as Nuremberg, Germany? Mm -hmm. There's a celestial phenomenon. Residents across the whole land describe an aerial battle and a large triangular triangular object that appears and stops the battle. Then there's a crash outside of the city. Hundreds of people report it to the broadsheet, which is their version of a newspaper of the time. Um, and the broadsheet reports also, like the reporters report seeing spheres, cylinders, and other odd-shaped objects moving erratically throughout the sky. So, like, these are in newspapers from, wow. yeah, period. It made big news. <coughs> 1609. We're going to jump over to Korea. An entire providence, which actually is located in two different counties. It's called the Gangwon Province. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know that. Uh-huh. Um, if you ever want to go on a vacation, the Gangwon Province is where it It's goes. in Korea, so I don't know. Be careful. What if it's in North or South? Well, hopefully, I'm, not sure. hopefully, I'm not sure where those borders well, are. it's like. split the two, and you go to the one that's safer, and then you can taunt the people who live on the other side. But they reported to their um, prefect and rulers that there were halos and washbowls flying in the sky, and then they divided in two before taking off. Um, so they weren't certain what to make of that. That's some alien shit right there. Kind of. Um, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like... And the cra the crazy thing is, even even today, right? It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. But the people that come out and say, "I saw X Y Z," are made to look crazy. Right, nine times not out of ten, they are made to look. You're right. But not always, because like historically, there are enough witnesses, or there are enough people, or there are people of such a status 
like and in Europe it's different than it is over here okay because that was the other thing that I found that I re that really liked like in America yeah you're the crazy buck tooth yeah. hillbilly from the from, from West Arizona. Virginia let's just fucking say it <laughs> West Virginia okay fine from West Virginia but like no so okay in in the Far East the first contact that occurred happened in 1803 it's in the Hitachi province of Japan. Okay. A local fisherman um, and his crew reported finding a vessel adrift. And so wait, Japanese people really had it bad at this time, point in time in history. They had dragons and water. They had giant uh, mysterious kaiju that would show up and cause thunder. And then they got this. Yeah. Well, oh, but it gets better. So, oh boy. So this guy and this crew go aboard this vessel to see if they can help. And the ship opens up and a beautiful woman comes out. They report that she has hey girl. red and white hair and she was holding a box made of some strange metal that she wouldn't let anyone touch. And she spoke in a language that was very soothing but very strange and they couldn't understand a word she said. That sounds like every bad decision I've ever made in my life. They offered to tow her to shore so that she could repair her vessel. Mm. And she agreed in some manner, at least they thought she did. Well, while they were towing her ashore, her vessel disappeared. Like her and the whole vessel just disappeared. That's like the first recorded contact. Wait a minute. At least over there. Like, that's the first time anybody... That's like some Bermuda Triangle shit there. Let's hook onto this boat. Which, it's has there been anything see. that's actually happened in the Bermuda Triangle recently? Not anymore. Or, because is, it, or is that just from when we were kids? Like, seriously, I don't know. It's because with GPS now, you can avoid that area. And well, there's, there's, it, it would not surprise me if there are many boat captains who actually absolutely. do. So there's actually a theory that because we jumped timelines, you, you've heard that one about the black hole and how we yeah, jumped yeah. timelines, that conspiracy mm. theory. We've, we've deactivated the Bermuda Triangle. What's trapped there is still stuck there. However, we've deactivated it so nothing else yeah. is getting into it. We're just kind of glassing over it when you go towards the yeah. coordinates. One of those out of sight, out of mind things. Yeah. You broke the door in. We know where it, out, it is. But you can't get in. It's no longer a mystery. Just like you don't think about Freddy, he loses his power. Fair enough. Or, or like you know. Oh shit! When you go to way to fucking go, Tom. <laughs> um, or like you know, you go to St. Thomas and they want to show you this cave, and you say, "Oh yeah, dude, I'm a fucking scuba diver. I can do this." And then they take you into this cave, and it opens up, and there's like five thousand sharks. And anywho, never mind. That has nothing to do with aliens. That has to do with like a bunch of ramen. So poor decisions. Anyways, okay. when Mike said a few minutes later, Tom came back, quote unquote, attacking the mother country. It's because Tom found an article that stated that Canada was the number two for reported sightings in the world. That ain't true, dude. No, so the much only, so the that the people, Mounties... The only people to report that shit are the Canadians, and they're not even real <laughs> Canadians. Well, no, because there's other... The Mounties have a department specifically designed to investigate them. 
Nah, I refuse to believe it. So... Turn it wrong, Thomas. It's on Wikipedia, brother. Psh, Wikipedia. My, one of my fraternity brothers was listed as one of the most influential graduates from Slipper Rock University. And, and he is not! Just so we're clear. What are you, where are you at now, Witch? All right, um, fun one for you. <laughs> so, have you guys ever heard of the Foo Fighters and I'm not talking the band? Oh, I heard no. of the band. Okay, so during the 1940s, in, during the course of World War II. Okay. Allied fighter pilots above Europe would report colorful balls of light following their aircraft at high speeds. And these balls of light would zig and zag with them. When they do barrel rolls and stuff to try to get away, or any maneuver to get away, the balls of light would just stay with them. That's like... They named these objects Foo Fighters. Well, these names stuck. And in 1944, um, there were so many of these sightings, somebody reported one to their commanding officer. There, It actually became required, so they had to be fish officially documented through the chain of military intelligence. For several reasons. One, they suspect that they may be enemy secret tracking weapons, mm -hmm. but they also believe that anything that moved that fast could pose danger to all the war plans, all well, the war well, efforts, no and national security. I, I mean, if you look back at history, every war is won by technology. Mm -hmm. Whoever has a better technology wins the war. And if aliens were to come to planet Earth and start a war... We're done because their technology is already greater to be able to reach us. Yeah, that's fair. But their official term in official military documents is Foo Fighters. I wonder if that's where the band name came from. I have no idea, but I, I thought that know. was fucking well, I don't know. Or are they knowing the aliens? No, knowing the city that the singer grew up in, which is Warren, Ohio. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. I don't know. I'm sure we could ask Alexa, but we're not going to do that. Hey, if you know what the hell Tom was just talking about, send us an email at mikeisadrinkatgmail.com. All right, so witch has kind of gotten us... I'm sorry. I don't want to call you a witch. Becky has kind of gotten us to present day. That's, that's the first time he... Has not wanted to call me a witch. Right? I'm confused. Is this part of your kind of gentle plan? Yeah, and, and because... I'm, I'm one with the stones now. Okay, buddy. I got you. So, this is a good point. If we do our um, terrible fucking Tom tales, hey, hey, hey. And then Tom and I will have about 30 minutes to hit both our topics. Hey, listen. You boo this first joke. It's a challenge, and it's accepted. This is a avid listener Hold on. submitted Hold joke. On. Oh. Let me make sure it works. Oh. Okay, it works. So Jane sent this in. Oh. What do you call me and you at dinner? What, Tom? A date. Oh. What do you call me and you in a closet? Hiding from our spouses. Thank you, Jane, for the joke. Oh, Jane. Jane and her dirty mind. <laughs> All right, so 
Listen, man, I went on vacation in early March to Daytona. Ended up meeting this woman and had the most insane sex of my life. In fact, so much so that we broke the bed. I guess you could call it a spring break. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hold on. Oh. Earlier while we were shooting pool because the song came on and it just reminded me of one of my favorite jokes of all time is, you know, Mike, I only trust people who like big butts. That's fair. They cannot lie. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair, Tom. We're gonna we're gonna give you a good one for that one. Whoa. Whoa. My ex accused me of hating her family and all her relatives. I replied, no, that's not true. I don't hate your relatives. In fact, I like your mother-in-law a lot better than the rest. Ha! <laughs> That's a good uh, one, right? I see what yeah! you're saying. Yeah! I see what you're saying. Hold you on. Did. Hold on, Mike. I like it. Thank you. Uh, you writing these when you were drunk? No, but I can't read them while I'm drunk. <laughs> what? Tom, why do chicken coops only have two doors? Never mind. You heard this. Why, Mike? Be Becky, why do chicken coops <laughs> only have two doors? Why, Mike? Because if they had four, they'd be chicken sedans. <laughs> okay, I had that is one of my That is one of my favorites because anybody who knows me knows that I'm a muscle car head. Mm-hmm. And that has a stronger reference in the muscle car so, community. Than so, so, hey, hey, just yeah. so if we're keeping score, that's two points, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yes, Tom. Your mama like a briefcase. Oh, damn. She always opens for business. Ooh. Sorry, mama. Yes, I'm sorry, Mama D. Please don't murder she's, me. I'm telling you, dude, she's fucking kicking you in here. Not it, she definitely is. He's going to be the next one on that show. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen, Tom. Your mama's so lazy. She stuck her nose out the window and let the wind blow it. Lady! Which? Yes, Tom. Your mama's like a gas station. You pay. You pump. <laughs> hey, what's your what's her number? <laughs> Hi. Uh, which we got? I only have one. Hit okay. it. I, I was I was behind this week. Just hit Tom's mama because my mama's sensitive. Tom, your mama's so fat. She sat on a rainbow and some skittles popped out. That was a good one. That was a good one. Tom, your mama's house. It's so dirty. Mm -hmm. She has to wipe her feet before she goes outside. Ooh. Which? Yes, Tom. Your mama's so fat, she don't need the internet. That bitch already worldwide. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Becky, your mama's so old. She was a waitress at the Last Supper. Ooh. 
So, uh, Canada is the second most quote-unquote active for UFO sightings. Okay. Um, since 1989, over 15,000 cases what? have been reported. In 2020 okay, hold alone, on, hold on. We need like an asterisk, a hashtag... Um, Canadians spend 84% of their life drunk. <laughs> and the other 93 playing hockey. Yes. And when you do Either way, you're drunk or have a concussion? Yeah. That's fair. Go ahead, Tom. That actually explains a lot. Shit, I it just really lost does. our credibility for there, my... There goes your theory. So let's move on to Mike's topic. No, just kidding, Tom. So in 2020, there was a record setting around the year... Around the world, for the year 2020, Canada had the most for 1,243. And yes, I kept researching that number because it looked fake to me. But that exact same number popped up in every article I could find about this. Wow. Wow. That's so, right. Don't lock <laughs> Canadians in their house. That's what we can learn from that. Um, so here's... In 2002, uh, the, uh, what the hell is the name of it? Hold on, I gotta find it in my notes. Uh, okay. What the fuck? Hold on, hold on, people, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I did not write it down, apparently. But anyways, <laughs> in two... In 2002, the Canadian Department of Ufology, which used to be called the uh, Ufology Department of Manitoba, okay, said that in uh, 2002, Toronto had the most sightings, with 34 plausible. That makes sense. Vancouver was next with 31. Uh, Terrace, British Columbia. Ooh. Was third with 25. And then it dropped significantly. Okay. Not enough to mention like the other ones because they dropped so much from the top three and then were so close together on the rest of the standings. But according to a memo... Uh, a memo? Memo? A memo, which is... Is that, is that like a memo? No, it's kind of like a um, memo... But the person who sends it is wearing a moo moo. Oh, that's fair. <coughs> so, this is coming from a prime minister. Is <laughs> ah, that how that works? <laughs> well, no, seriously, because <coughs> it's issued by the Canadian Department of National Defense. Okay. Is, quote, sightings of UFO in, UFOs in Canada throughout the first half of the 20th century. Sorry, I miswrote it down. There have been 
sightings of UFOs in Canada throughout the first half of the 20th century. However, the Canadian government took no interest in collecting information and data until 1947. Oh, wow. Which, if you know your American history, was right around the same time as Roswell. So that's when the Canadians were like, oh, wait a minute, maybe these people up in the mountains and over there in Toronto aren't insane. Well... Toronto people are still insane because they think the Leafs are going to win the cup. <laughs> They're crazy for other reasons. Their <laughs> might be right, but the, the... Yeah, they ain't winning the cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got you. So then again, in 2017, the UFOlogy Research Center stated over another thousand reports in 2017. So I'm going to go ahead to the First, quote-unquote, official cannot be discredited because of the person report. Okay. Happened in 1951. February 10th, 1951, a U.S. Navy aircraft was flying from Gander to Iceland. Which, both Canadian territories. Well, half of Iceland and then the other half's Holland and they plant flowers and trade whiskey. But that's another episode. So, the American aircraft, sorry, naval aircraft, craft, quote-unquote, experienced a near collision with a large orange circular object that literally flew circles around the aircraft. Now, here's the issue I have with that, though. Regardless of shape, whatever shape they are, it doesn't mention... What U.S. aircraft it is. Okay. If it's a C-17, even fighter jets at that time, fighter planes at that time, would fly circles around it. But if it is a fighter plane, then we got... But I could not find anything with that. But because it was on an official military report, it's the first, quote-unquote, official recording in Canada... Since the Canadian government decided to. So then I picked one more Canadian event. Which happened May 19th of 1967. Which is. One of. The. Least. uh, Debated against. Okay. So this one's accepted. Cases in Canada. Was the Falcon Lake in Manitoba. Uh, Stephen McCallick claims he was burned by one of the two flying saucers his camping party continuously dealt with, which were quote unquote annoying for the most part. Okay. <clears throat> um, claims he was burned by the exhaust port of one of the flying saucers. Wow. Has a matching grid pattern burn on his shirt. And chest that matches nothing else in the campsite. Damn. Um, so with all the photographic evidence by the hospital, by the police, by everybody, it is, like I said, it is widely accepted as the most plausible case of a UFO in Canada. In fact, so much so that two books have actually been published about it. 
2015, George Dudding wrote the book, The Falcon Lake UFO Encounter. And then in 2017, um, Stefan Makalik and... He ain't Canadian. Yeah, yes, that's the one who saw it. Yeah, I was in well, San right then. Well, no, he's he's a native, and I cannot pronounce native names, and That's I fair. deeply apologize for That's that. Fair. Shout out to Malik. <clears throat> so him and uh, another author named Chris Rutowski, which I fell through a rabbit hole with him. He was uh, a, a prolific sci-fi Canadian writer at Is the time. Is related to Mike, Mike Bukowski from... Um, Rutkowski. Uh, so now, which is from Monsters Inc. The name of that book was "When They Appeared," Falcon Lake, nineteen sixty-seven. Colon, the inside story of a close encounter. So, those were the two Canadian ones that I grabbed a hold okay. of because those were the two major ones, in like my opinion. Um. But here's one thing that really struck me was a quote by a Canadian Mountie who risked. Now again, this part makes me wonder because anybody can call in and say, "Well, I'm part of this, but I want to remain anonymous." Are you saying riding a horse, a tackle, tackling moose is not dangerous? It is very dangerous. No, I'm talking about the people calling into like news agencies. Oh, well. Claiming to be with these organizations and not. I do not know and I could not find if that was this instance. But <clears throat> according to a Canadian Mountie who wished to stay anonymous in 2018. Said quote, many fall into the plausible, plausible category due to photographic evidence and or Multiple people of no relation reporting the same incident. <clears throat> wow. And then here's... I love this, though. I do. I love this about Canada, Mike. This is fucking awesome. In 2019, Canada... Uh, the Canadian Mint... Okay. ...released commemorative glow-in-the-dark... Coins for quote unquote um, Canada's unexplained phenomena series. No. So I mean, I think that's pretty dope that Canada uh, was like, "All right, you know what? There's enough attraction in this. Listen, listen, let's have, go ahead we, and throw the mints out with these guys, yeah. and let's do some cool shit with it we, too." We embrace our <laughs> mysteries. I mean, that's awesome. So I want to uh, my focus for this week was on uh, Canadian territory. I want to talk about a UFO hotspot in the world. Brazil. Which I was quite surprised to find that that is no longer the number one. It is not. <clears throat> it's not even the top five. No, not anymore. <clears throat> um, so... July 23rd, 1947, topographer Jose, Jose Higgins was working with many laborers in Sao Paulo. They heard a sound. Moments later, they saw a lens-shaped object landing near him. 
the workmen ran away, leaving Higgins alone. Mm-hmm. He reports three humanoid figures emerged from the, the object and spoke to him in an unknown language. And a half hour later, they returned to that object and it took off. That one's kind of weak. 1952. Jawow, Jawo Martins and the photographer Edward Keffel claimed to see a flying disc over the vicinity of Baradal Tikal and he took pictures and they get published. All right. 57. 57 was a hot year. September 13th, Ibrahim Suid received an envelope containing a letter and three fragments of metal. The author of the letter wrote that he saw a UFO exploded over the sky over the beach of Yubata, collected the fragments, they tested them, they discovered they consisted of pure magnesium. I'm not sure what that means. Um, they came to the conclusion, though, that it was extra, extra, extra terrestrial. terrestrial. And, and yeah, the, because I'm pretty sure yeah. there's no such thing as naturally pure. No. Yeah, you're right. <coughs> Anthony Villas Boas claims to be abducted by extraterrestrials <coughs> October 16th of 57. Um, he becomes one of Brazil's first official claims of alien abduction. November 4th of 57, two sentinels at one of the government forts. It's lady. Yeah. yeah. Suffered moderate burns after being hit by a heat wave <laughs> from an unidentified flying object which allegedly came descending from the sky. The entire, the entire electricity of the fort went down. The Brazilian Army and the U.S. Air Force flew, did research, and here's their opinion. Such civilization could see that in Earth we now have atomic bombs, and that we are quickly improving our rockets. Given the past history of mankind, frequent wars showing a belligerent human race, they must have become alarmed. We should therefore expect, especially at these times, to receive visits. This is from the U.S. Air Force. Uh-huh. Hey, Mike, time out. Real quick, brother. Um, the interns left the inner door open. I got winks back in, but Knox is still somewhere uh, in the center. That will come out eventually. <coughs> All right, sorry. Um... <coughs> According to this, the main objective of the aliens will be to watch our improvements, fearing we can become a threat to other planets. If this hypothesis is correct, we could be expanded to link the launching of the Sputniks with attack, whatever. You know, I, I firmly believe that aliens lock their doors when they fly past Earth. They definitely set their alarms. We are we are a uh, immature 
idiotic species. So there's a theory that we are the aliens. Like, they just kind of like started at the planet closest to the sun, and as it got too close, they launched to the next one. Okay. And when that life got too hot, they launched to the next one, and now we're here. See, no, I've heard that, but there's another version where I heard where at first they deemed it unlivable and went to Mars. Okay. <clears throat> and then when they realized that Mars was truly unlivable, then they... That, and again, that's probably just because of the uh, you know great face of Mars controversy and... Well, now they're <clears throat> finding that Mars potentially is livable, like under the surface. Oh, yeah. So... And Mars is would Mars would be um, technically the easiest planet in our solar system to terraform. That's fair, but I've seen Total Recall. So there were a couple other incidents. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Arnold version is better. Yeah, definitely. You see three tits in it. Yeah, it's uh-huh. like my fucking dream. <laughs> anyway, so nineteen eighty six, there's some UFO sightings over Brazil. Several jet fighters from the Army and the Air Force go to intercept. You know, you see, Tom, they, they but, take pictures. But, you know, that's when you got to start seriously thinking about this stuff is when the government's officially going, oh, okay, we have a problem. All right, you know, we lied to you for so many years, but look, this shit actually exists. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> for the next couple minutes, <coughs> I'm going to focus on the events of 1996 in Brazil. Virginia, Brazil. Virginia, Brazil? Mm-hmm. There were reports of unidentified flying objects and strange creatures. Okay. Let me go to my other notes uh, because my other notes are better. Okay. January of 1996. Oh, what happened here? January 1996 in the city of Virginia in Minas Gerais, Brazil. Population of about 100,000 people. (coughs) All right. So this is a decent sized place. Right. There were a lot of reports about creatures and objects. Showing up in the town. Okay. Wings, dude, you're straight, bud. Carlos de Souza describes that he saw when he was driving on the hunt January 13th. An object with the same characteristics reported by a couple passing by that it was like, it looked like a school bus or a submarine. Flying through the air. That sounds like a really good trip or a really bad trip. So, he sees a crash. You know you're not wrong. No. He enters a road to see if he can find the object. <coughs> Does he, he, Mike? When he gets on the road, he's shocked to see that the army <coughs> and the military police have already surrounded <coughs> Which is not a... Which would be a... Big surprise to no, no. almost nobody, almost no. anywhere. Right. 
So he knows. Because you got to know that they're tracking. Yeah, I mean, you oh, have to yeah. figure that they're tracking that shit from the time it hits our atmosphere. Yeah. So they already know where it's going to land. So even if it might land in your backyard, they've had a four-hour head start. Right. They're already camped out waiting. Right. <laughs> so he notes that there were, it looks like there's like gray pieces that look like metal. And they're all all over this crash site, right? Right. So he stops, and eventually the police or the army or whatever come over and tell him he's got to go. And says, don't tell anyone what he saw um, because it could cause chaos. Okay, fine. So Orlina de Fritas was inside a farmhouse next to that highway. She worked with her husband, Euricio, Euricio de Fritas, when a noise coming from outside interrupted the routine. It was around 1 in the morning. The cattle was rushing all around, so Orlina decided to check on them. I went to the window to look. The cattle was running. Then I saw an object passing by. It was a big gray object. It had smoke. It did not have any light. There was not any noise. She calls her husband. They both come and watch. And for about 40 minutes, they see it. And her husband, her husband says, when she called me in the living room watching TV, the object was very low and was lower, lowering more and more. It was large, the size of a bus, with <coughs> some things moving. It was covered with smoke, a very bright smoke. It crashes. Now we're on January 20th. The phone rings in the fire department. A strange animal, quote unquote, was spotted walking in the woods that divided two neighborhoods. Firemen were seen surrounding the woods. A truck from the army was soon placed in the area. All of which is about to give us a hiccup. She's trying to oh, find him. Oh, she fucking tried. She's trying to find oh, him. Oh, no. We heard it. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yes. Which gave us a drunk up. All right. Sorry, brother. Continue. That's all right. We're good. <laughs> you can interrupt me anytime so we can hear the witch with her little fucking I'm drunk hiccups. <laughs> so, That's soldiers. Uh, easy. Usually you got to pay extra for that kind of action. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the fucking diamond, the platinum room. So soldiers enter the woods on a special mission. Not the cognac room. They hear two, yeah. They hear two gunshots. Come out of the woods. Two of the soldiers come out carrying bags. All right. One of the bags contained something motionless, and the other was moving. Both were put on the army trucks, and they went to an unknown destination. In the afternoon of the same day, we have three sisters, okay? Mm-hmm. Katia, Lillian, and Sylvia. Wait. Katia, <coughs> Lillian, and Valakaria report that they see a creature. Yeah, dude, that's totally different from what you said the first time. I know. They see a creature... So they follow the creature. They're heading home. Same route they always take. They decide to take a shortcut, cutting in between two abandoned buildings. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Passing by the wall, they hear Katia scream. They look, and they see a creature crouching. With the scream, she turned her head to the young girls and stared at them. It was brown. It was short. It was crouched, but it was short. I had the impression that it was something very mushy, like it was going to pop. Soft skin, red eyes, stared at us. It was like that very fast, but it couldn't be a human, and I know it wasn't an animal. Okay. But it was humanoid, right? Humanoid. The girls run away. They run home. They go to the one sister's house. The mother's in the nearby store. They said, Mom, I saw the devil. And then they all run back to where it was. It's gone. And in the afternoon, a strong storm that was unforgettable for most of the population struck the city. In the middle of the rain, two plainclothed policemen were getting soaked as they tried to close the window of their car. The men were on a mission to close, on a mission close to the woods, looking for, looking for whatever. Marco Cherizzi went to his partner's house, changed his clothes, warned his family he's going to get home late. Around 8 o'clock, the policeman is going through the street. Wait, what year was this? This is all the same year. So, 96. Okay, okay. Marco Cherizzi calls and says, I'm going to be home late. He's on a street called Benvenuto Brasvizera, Vieira. Same street the girls had seen the creatures. His partner clam hits the brakes, right? Mm -hmm. <coughs> they catch the creature. Marco Barisi gets a scratch from the creature. Okay. Oh. The creatures disappear. Marco Barisi dies from an infection that the medical center was not able to diagnose. They attribute that to the fact that he had skin-on-skin -skin contact with the alien. You, and, that, and that makes sense. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of stories after that, like... You know, Marco Verizzi, super healthy, dies for unknown reasons. The In the middle of the night, the government shows up, grabs all the aliens that get taken to the, taken to the college. Um, but to this day, if you go to Virginia, Brazil, everybody that's old enough will claim that they saw the thing crash. I also believe that Virginia, Brazil was also the first to highlight it on a news yes. segment. All over the news. Yes. And, like, show recordings of the shit. Like, right. it was nationwide right. on the news. Right. And then, like, <clears throat> 15 years after the fact, they tried to say it was a homeless guy. Right. I'm they sorry. They tried to say it was a hoax and it was a homeless guy wearing a suit. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. You're way too late to the prop. Way too late to the party. Wow. So they're out there, I guess. Can I, can I tell you real quick what uh, my dad has always said about aliens for my entire youth growing up? 
was he firmly believes that um, the U.S. government has, in fact, in their custody and or contact with extraterrestrials and getting technological information about them. Like, how else do you describe how fast humans were able to jump in technology? No, that's fair. And, again, when you sit back and think about it, like, holy shit, like, the first computer was the size of an entire room, and then less than ten years later, right. they started, less, they didn't make it yet. Less than ten years later, like they were typing on a laptop. No, they were coming up with the uh, idea for the microchip. No. Which, then, 15 after that was when the first microchip was released. No, wait. Oh, we're less than a minute and a half away. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're exactly where we are. Hey, uh, be nice to each other. Check on your friends. Do we need to say it anymore? Actually, I talked to an employee of a local grocery store nine miles that way. And, uh... Because he was standing in there counting. And at that particular company, they are not allowed to bring carts in until there are X amount in the bins. The ones in the parking lot do not count for the ones in the bins. To put it in the bin. Be a decent person. Because, I mean, if not, it's not going to be a counted cart. And then somebody might actually not be able to grab a cart when you know they have a list that's like two or three okay yeah whatever that's fair i've never had that problem i've never gone to go grocery shopping and there was no cars left I'm neither have i uh, specifically around here but i'm saying it's a possibility i mean it's fair i have but that's like Walmart check on your friends Saturday. check on your friends just try to be a decent person hold the door for a stranger uh, we have 30 seconds mike yeah be nice. Uh, we fucking love you. Uh, send us an email at mykeisadrink.gmail.com. Or follow us on Facebook, mykeisadrink. Or on TikTok, which is also... Why is that X not working? All right, which is also mykeisadrink. We love you all. Goodbye. Thank you for letting us waste an hour and a half of your life. <laughs>